Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Yeah, we're trash human beings in a trash place. And welcome to Podswoggle, a wrestling podcast with entertainment. I'm leaving that first part in. It has been a a year. What was our tagline this year? I don't remember. It used to be like, it's 2016, buttholes, or it's 2015, but needle dicks. Uh, what was, do we remember what 2017 was? Nope. All right, well, we didn't need a tagline for it because it was a great, crazy year. And we're here to wrap it all up by unveiling our nominees for the 2017 Swaggy Awards. I'm your host, Mullet. Over Skype, I have three members of the Swaggle Squad here with me. There will be a fourth joining us later on. If it's being late, you know that's Augie. But we'll start in Chicago, Illinois with Rich. Oh, uh, welcome everybody to the nomination show. Uh, I'm glad you got up at five in the morning here on Good Morning America to see who got nominated for your favorite (laughs) Swaggy nominations. Who would... Who would be the two best celebrities to nominate Swaggy Awards on television? Like, who could we get? Uh, I would say it would be uh, Stephen Baldwin. Okay. Sounds about right. Got to get a woman in there. And Gina Davis. (laughs) I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah. Hell yeah. I'm for it. Uh, In Chicago as well is Spencer. I'm wearing a Bullet Club shirt. I'm wearing a Bullet Club hoodie. I love the Bullet Club. <laughs> Are you already uh, on your pain medication from your wisdom teeth? <laughs> I'm just getting ready for it. Oh, uh, Rich, please tell me that Sp- uh, you're the one that's going to be like taking care of Spencer and really bringing him back. Uh, he's he's getting it done on a Friday afternoon. No, Friday morning. Friday I'm, like, morning. Waking up and doing the damn. Thing. Yeah. So unfortunately, no. Oh, because damn, someone needs to be there to like, uh, of course, record him, yeah. but then like get him to do an anesthesia history of the Bullet Club. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> it'd be pretty dope. Uh, and speaking of anesthesia, in New York is Tope. That means absolutely nothing. <laughs> it does. The only thing I have to draw off of. But Tope's here. What's going on? Uh, not much. I um, I'm looking really forward to these non-nominations. I hope everyone has a, their nominee for a shitty uh Fozzie song that Jericho will probably come out to. Uh, <laughs> you know that one song has like been charting for like months, but like it's not like charting on like the Billboard Top Ten. It's charting on no, like, the, like the Rock, like the, the Rock, rock Seeker. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're, they're still taking it as a win. Um. Uh, Widden's not here. Your current Swoggle Squad champion, Widden, will not be here for the next two weeks. Of course, we're recording all this in one night, but you'll hear this over the course of two weeks as we take a little holiday off. We hope you have a very Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays, hope your Hanukkah was good, whatever you celebrate. Um, so he will be back to use his powers in a few weeks. Uh, yeah, but we do have his uh, nominations, and we do have all of our nominations for the Swaggy Awards. It's the brainchild of uh, Mr. Rich Camelucci many years ago. We were still slumming it, giving out awards based on the Wrestling Observer, and realized, you know what? We can come up with categories, too, 
and they're not as serious, but they're equally as important and fun. Um, and we still use a few of their awards just because, like, everyone does. But that's neither here nor there. Last year, we decided to leave it up to the fans, the, the listeners, to, to determine who wins these things. It was highly successful, so we're back to do it officially, officially for the second straight year. Uh, Rich, you've done copious amounts of, of compilations and detailing here. I want to applaud you for your, your work and your efforts. And um, I will pretty much take it over to you to lead us through tonight's show. All right. Well, let's get it uh, kicked off hot. Um, uh, these nominations were compiled uh, from myself, Widen, Spencer, Tope, and Widen, you're the only, or uh, Mullet, I'm sorry, you're the only person to have uh, entered nominations twice. Um, nice. Uh, <laughs> I can't be bothered. <laughs> yeah. Fucking well, Mark. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, Augie did not do it at all. That's okay. Moa um, got two the, in there, so exactly. Yeah, the dog, the dog ate Augie's fucking Swaggy Award nominations. Yeah. He's been using that excuse for, as I realized, thirty-four years. Augie's officially in his mid-thirties. That's amazing. Hey, he made it. Uh, he sure did. You know, I, I didn't have time, uh, despite you praising me for all of the uh, research that I did, um, I didn't have time to go back and dig up past winners, so I only have I got uh, last year's. Well, let's just keep it uh, for last year. Oh, um, that's all I for, meant was last year. That's all I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have last year's, but like cool. years before that. I, I do want to get that somewhere, though. Um, but anyway, let's get it kicked off. <clears throat> Top of the Pops. Around the world. Who won the year of 2017? Oh, we're starting with this. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No, did you want to start at the end? I mean, yeah, we, I think we normally build it up until until that one, but we can go backwards. I'm with you, baby. Fuck them. All right. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Let's, you're right. You're right. Let's build up anticipation. It's like we haven't done this before, Spencer. I don't know what to tell you. I was ready. Uh, we can talk about <laughs> who had the best shoes last. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the one I really want to dig into. Yeah. You know, next next um, year, can we please have best shoes? <laughs> How have you not created a best boots well, category, it, Rich? It would just be like Shane McMahon and TJP, like every other. And and red shoes in New Japan. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. So let's go ahead and start with a, with a new category. Um, and this is, I think, a long overdue category. Uh, it's the Santino Morello Award for Excellence in Comedic Wrestling. Uh Mullet, uh, do you want to go ahead and get us started with uh, with your uh, nominee? Yeah, there's many picks, uh, but this is the first time we've given this award officially. So I want to retroactively make sure that you know whatever happens in the future, and not that this guy's going to be done anytime soon. I want to make sure he gets honored for the work because he would already have won five or six of these at this point. But Toru Yanu is fucking hilarious. Just every time I see his face, it's the funniest thing ever. Um, that man should sell all the DVDs, and I'm very jealous you guys got to see him and Cole Cabana in person, uh, which is like a dream of dream matches. We never got Cabana and Santino, but you guys got Yanu and uh, Colt, so yeah. big ups to Toru Yanu. Uh, and, and just for the record, no one's limited to just one nominee, um, so it's, we just kind of throw a lot. And then uh, if there's too many, we can kind of like pair it now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tope, who do you have? If I go next. Do you want to go next? Only, only because sure. my nominee is literally the match you just named, Mullet. Yeah. Sure. Uh, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't just pick Toriano because it was like, well, yeah, the, it might as yeah. well be the uh, – after the Santino Morello Award, when Toriano wins it three years in a row, we're going to have to rename it. So right. That, spe- <laughs> well, that specific match though, that we did see at ROH was so good. 
It's named for him because he could never win it. Oh, that's so nice. Yeah. And also, uh, he probably never would have won it when he actually was wrestling because Cole Cabana would have won it instead of him. Uh, there were a few years. <laughs> yeah, it's like <a> crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the match was insane. Uh, it started off with both of them. They both had a DVD spot for the first, like, three minutes. It was yeah. just them doing stuff with their own DVDs. Masters. I was going to say, he's, he doesn't mean the Death Valley driver, folks. He means a digital <laughs> video disc. <laughs> for those of you uninitiated. Uh, and Tope? Uh, for me, just because I, it's about getting over. It's the guys who uh, maybe it's not necessarily wrestling, but they get over doing it. I picked up uh, Frizango and all their uh, mm. all their stuff that they're doing. Even though they're not wrestling, they are uh, getting over. So good on them. Yeah, I mean, they basically did sketch comedy for four months of the year. Yeah. and got the fuck over. Don't I mean, don't forget that it's it started with uh, Tyler Breeze wrestling a ten minute match as a woman. Also, <laughs> yeah, like that. Also, he did wrestle. He did, they did do comedic wrestling as well. So, and, and their match with the match of the Usos. Point. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was gonna bring up the pop that Spencer was bringing up. Yeah, yeah. And and Fandango's just been like a very, just sort of comedic presence for a long time. Anyway, sure. Uh, so yeah. So there's another uh, nominee there. Uh, Widden has uh, Grado uh, nominated. Sure. Um, he does some stuff in TNA, from what I hear. I, I, mean, uh, <laughs> I was he like, did. I was like, I'm gonna wait till he tells me who that is. <laughs> no, the clips like Grado and Abyss tried to pick up after the Hardys left with their little program, from what I had seen gathered, and it wasn't bad. Grado, I think, is kind of that's a two year too late nomination, but you know, he's still very very funny. Yeah. Uh, and then my nominees um, are kind of like makeup time, and I also didn't want to like overlap with a lot of y'all. Uh, so I got like Chuck Taylor, yeah. um, mm-hmm. uh, Joey Ryan, who like mm-hmm. his dickplex is like it's a meme at this point. Uh, and then the Young Bucks, who I argue would be like, yeah, one of the most popular comedic acts. Sure, there are like yeah. they are a straight up comedic act. I'd also like to throw in there uh, Space Monkey. Oh, all right. That's interesting. Yeah, I guess I mean, he, I, he could be, yeah. Yeah, I, I even not even like an in-ring aspect. I mean, although there are like banana spots and, you know, his tail gets worked in matches. But just from like going up to his merchandise table and asking him how much, and he goes, five. Like, that's, come on. <laughs> Let's live in the gimmick and he's amazing. Are there any of those that we want to exclude? Because there can be a lot of these categories that end up having a lot of fucking nominations. Sure. I mean, you don't have to. I just, want, I just want. Yeah, you don't have to add Space Monkey. I just, just thought of him as we were talking about it. He, he's just somebody I wanted to say, like, good job, an honorable mention. Let's say. All right. You don't have to, you don't have to add him to the list. Uh, once your pop award for best pop of the year, uh, Spencer. Why don't you get us? Uh, <clears throat> I mean, off. for me, the there's only one that's even on the table. Uh, it was WrestleMania. It was the Hardy Boys. Uh, entrance, that place, the roof was, the roof got blown off. Uh, by a mile, yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, since then, they've kind of, you know, came down to a simmer now. Oh, sure. Not really through any fault of their own, but regardless, that initial pop was huge. Yeah. Uh, Mullet, that was one of the nominees that you had, uh, but you also had a few others here. Correct. Uh, just if Toby doesn't have multiple, let Toby go first, so I can round up whatever I missed. Yeah, I only have one, and I and obviously the Hardy 
boys pop because it's like them coming back it's awesome but this pop was built up for two months Mm -hmm. and it's a goddamn fist bump it's Mm -hmm. the first ambrose rollins fist bump (laughs) and the fucking crowd loses their shit at two guys touching knuckles (laughs) (laughs) that is pro wrestling right there absolutely uh yeah that was one of my other ones my other two would be uh nakamura's smackdown debut yeah. Uh, uh, again, I want to point out uh, that Rich and Spencer spoiled assholes, and that they've been live for two of the three things we've mentioned. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, that that part was so big that after the show was over and people were just walking to their cars, ev- everybody was still singing his theme song, like as a group for like ten, twenty minutes, thirty minutes afterwards. I mean, granted, they happened; those two things happened between like within three days of each other. So, like, you can't call them spoiled assholes. I know. I just want to call it out. I was there for one of them, um, and the other one would be, uh, and like my like maybe my favorite segment of the year. I'm not finished with you, and yes. the crowd just roaring <laughs> at the fact that that segment was not over, and Braun takes him out of the ambulance was just <laughs> compared with Braun returning in that ambulance like four months early. <laughs> uh, more so, I'm going with I'm not finished with you, yeah, but so that was that was amazing. And then rounding it out with uh, Widden nominating Ty Dillinger in the Royal Rumble as mm. ten, yeah, the ten nice. entrance, that's a good one. That's another very good very one. good one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a damn good category. Uh, He's gonna be number ten in the women's Rumble, right? Oh come yeah. on, no, you can't do that. If they uh, if they do anything, that would be it. No, I mean if they do anything, it'll be. Uh, Motherfucking James, uh, what's his name? Ellsworth. Ellsworth. <laughs> I was not going to tell you. You're like looking dead at me. I'm not going to tell you his name. Uh, I have to point out, did they literally get rid of him because they just found Colin Delaney's phone number? <laughs> Is that what that was? Oh, that's who we meant. Yeah, exactly. Uh, cool. Another new category. The it's my job award for best jobber of the year. Um, and, uh, Witten and I, uh, were uh, same in thought with nominating Kurt Hawkins, mm. um, who mm. like, that's literally his gimmick is losing. Um, I also, uh, had down, uh, Bray Wyatt, um, because <laughs> we've been saying it for years, jobber to the stars. He's a jobber that has also been t- WWE champion this year. Can I preface right now that it is going to be comical how much we discuss him tonight and next week? Yes. Uh, yes. For all the worst yep. reasons. Yep. Uh, last year's, uh, I believe last year with four Swaggy Award wins uh, was The Miz, who like won the most last year. Uh, we'll see how that plays out over the course of the next few weeks. Yeah. Uh, with well, he, also, he also won good ones as well. <laughs> No, that's what I meant. No, no, I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Because, like, Titus uh, O'Neil won two bad ones last year, but nobody else won more than two. So. Uh, and then I also have here um, Brizongo, because for as over as they are, as we talked about, they are really nothing more than jobbers on paper. Yep. So. And yeah, they were squashed at yeah. uh, the last pay-per-view. At Clash, yeah. yeah. Yep. Uh, Tope, who do you got? Uh point of a job is to get people over make them look strong and no one did that for someone i cared less about than james ellsworth 
Yeah. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot about Ellsworth, honestly, because like <laughs> that should have been my pick. It just happened. <laughs> uh, this time last year, you almost bought that T-shirt, Spencer. I, I was. Yeah. Which <laughs> had to talk you. And which had to like, talk you out have, of that. I I wouldn't have regretted it. I don't think. No. Oh. Well, you would have you you would have from like January until September. Yeah, you that's what would have been on the back of your jacket right now. Just that was just that face. So I see it from yourself. Rich would have used that power. Yeah, uh, I would have. Spencer, do you want to go next? Baby Oni Lorkin. I that's a good like he never wins. Uh, but he always he, looks like a million bucks. He looks like a million bucks. That makes me so sad, but you're right. Like, like Jabra, I know, is like technically like a pejorative, but like he's enhancement talent. He's a worker. He, God damn it, man. He's the best. Yeah. He could seriously be this generation's Barry Horowitz, and that sucks, but it's a living. I have yeah. him coming up for something later. Uh, mullet, I like yours. Go. <laughs> yep, I got two great ones for you that haven't been mentioned. Uh, I had a, an earnest one because they're great at what they do. Ms. Taraj. Um, mm. Those guys weren't doing anything else, and now they get to do what they were already doing, but at least with a gimmick. <laughs> uh, and the gatekeeper himself, Dolph Ziggler. Man. Your current United <laughs> States champion? <laughs> and by best jobber, I don't mean in that, like, Again, every year I kind of like a double meaning for some categories. And this one, it's like, you're not the best jobber in that, like, you're doing your job because nobody curtailed momentum, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler. But fuck, you are, in terms of in ring work, the best jobber. So. Mm. And he's also had a few of these. Our next category best turn, best healer faced turn of the year. Um,. We'll go ahead. Uh, uh, oh, this is a lot of a lot of the same here. Oh, for real? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so let's uh, mullet. Let's just go ahead and and circle it back around. Mm-hmm. Uh, I only had two because um, I was being nice and didn't name the winner of this category. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I think you picked it up. Uh, the fact that Sami Zayn turned heel this year is fucking insane. And and it was done very well. I, aggressive skanking is amazing. Um, and let's not forget, it was very early on the year, but Festival of Friendship, man. It's right. Every time I watch it, it just, in the cockles of my heart, it just hurts. So, And Spencer, you had? I also had the Festival of Friendship. And Tope, you had? Festival of Friendship. Yeah. Um, and uh, Widden had Sami Zayn. Um, and it's cra- I didn't put anything down. All right, well, before we uh, move on. So, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was the only one to put DIY. You motherfuckers made me do it. Wait, I don't understand. What, 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 what was a turn? Actually, yeah. Can, uh, can I nominate Johnny Gargano for best heel turn, please? Yeah. Best coward. Oh, you... Yeah. Crushing his knee. Crushing yes. his head on that beautiful knee. That even seen him off the chart since. God, you're, y'all are lucky Widden is your fucking savior right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I like, purposely No lessons were learned. Right back to it. <laughs> you're all trash. I also nominated fucking uh, Neville and Enzo. Because the Enzo heel turn was like a very like subtle, nuanced, like, shit, is this? What are they doing with him? And then like full, next thing you know, he's like full on just 
fucking douchebag Mabrag. He's getting me to like Nia Jax. Because she's <laughs> she's able to show personality. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. it could have been anybody, anything else, but this is the thing that they went with. And so it's like, well, okay, sure, whatever. Yeah. Whatever gets anybody else to show personality is fine. Yeah. And he's also dragged a lot of personality out of, like, Gulak. Gulak. One member of the Zo Train. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, the uh, second in that list is uh, Arya Davari's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> um. Speaking of bad shirts, the Zack Ryder Memorial Award. Uh, for <laughs> Memorial <laughs> Award. Yep. That's on purpose. Yeah. Uh, for best social media use. Uh, who, went, who went last there? That was me. Uh-huh. Uh, so I, I just kind of like went through and sort of cleaned up uh, after some of the obvious ones. Uh, so I have uh, Kojima, Cozy, oh, uh, from Bread New Club. Japan, Bread yep. Club, represent Bread Club. Uh, Luke Harper for... You know what day it is. Yeah, good call. Uh, our friend Osman has DM'd me on Twitter multiple times this year asking me, I, telling me he still doesn't know what it means. <laughs> uh, and I just got to tell him, like, hey, man, just, you know, you know what it you means. What it means. <laughs> um, uh, Joey Ryan again for the fact that he's become basically a meme. Um, uh, John Cena's Instagram for uh, continuously being just weird and unexplained. Um, as well as, uh, uh, and uh, Widden actually put this here as well, uh, for their YouTube channel, The Elite. Mm, of course. Mm, nice. Um, uh, oh, I'm saving that, all right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Gee, I, I wonder what that could be. <laughs> Who do you got? Who is that, me? Yeah, Mullet. Uh, I got two. Uh, the first one, uh, these are both just because of how, like, Passive aggressive and sarcastic and fucking don't care they are. The first one's Chuck Taylor, and that all of his tweets are always like, "Hey Johnny, get off the gas!" Like, like there's like fucking hilarious shit as always, and kind of in that same uh, same category now would be Rusev. Um, mm. Just both hilarious, don't give a fuck, awesome, awesome twit uh, tweeters, tweeters. They're tweeters. That's what they are. Um, so yeah, those are my two. Uh, yeah, I, I honestly think uh, between Chuck Taylor's Twitter, his Instagram comments, uh, mind you, uh, and his appearances on uh, Art of Wrestling, like I, I feel like he probably could have been like a comedy writer mm. somewhere. Yeah, um, he's got great sensibilities, good timing. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, like good sense of like structure and stuff like that. Uh, Spencer, who'd you got? Uh, it might just be recency bias, but uh, I got the Chris Jericho Kenny Omega Twitter feud because it, they were going for a few weeks, maybe maybe a month, a month or so, and it culminated in a freaking match at the Tokyo Dome. <laughs> That's pretty good. <laughs> Not to mention, I, I think the Bucks also get got in on it, and now they're going to be wrestling on his crazy cruise. Yeah, so it, it's just good stuff. Yeah, and Tope, you Tope, go. Can, can you imagine Andre the Giant and Hulk Hogan having a Twitter feud? And it culminates in WrestleMania 3. That's basically what we just got. Now I'm trying to imagine Andre the Giant using a yep. Gen 1 iPad as his <laughs> fucking regular phone so because of his fingers. Yeah. Tope. Tope. Tope, what perverted stuff do you have? Oh, it's not perverted. I just like real life heels. Like, I like the Randy Orton fly shit. And I liked what Leo Rush did. Because... <laughs> 
That was great for wrestling. <laughs> oh, man, fuck. He's going to win that now, you asshole. <laughs> he and brought like, the rest of the together. In the context of knowing that she's going to be fine, there are worse jokes to make. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I blown out of proportion, but still. What an immature asshole. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, in in the, the idea and the spirit of being fine, our next category is uh, for best merch. Best merch. Uh, we'll go ahead and start with uh, Mullet again on this one. Or Mullet look at, this time on this one. Look at Spencer. <laughs> <laughs> look at Spencer for the yeah. love of God. Uh, yeah. Bullet Club, specifically Young Bucks. Uh, they come out with a shirt a day. It seems like yeah. it's half of them are Im- good. It's impressive. Yeah, and they do have a really good batting average. So, yeah, so God knows there wasn't a good WWE one really this year. I, I could bullshit one, but not even gonna bother. Oh, I just have one WWE one I can name. I have a, a couple okay. down here, um, but yeah, uh, Widen was also for the Young Bucks. Uh, Tope, you have a specific uh, one here. Oh, yeah, I know nothing about merch, but uh, I know one piece of merch got over huge on Potswoggle, uh, the Sakara Genesis 2017 <laughs> shirt. <laughs> yeah, buddy. I definitely <laughs> still wear that on like a weekly basis. <laughs> uh, and then, Spencer, you had I had the... a very specific, the Bullet Club Chicago shirt. Mm-hmm. Can't get anywhere in the world except right here in Chicago, baby. Yeah. Uh, and you fashion it into a very, very good-looking uh, black denim jacket. Thanks, man. Um, I, I get have... compliments on it a lot, which I'm always yeah. excited for because I underestimate how many people in Chicago know what the bull club is. You straight up get like flagged down for it. I was at a bar, and I had three different people come up to me. Are they two-sweeting or one-sweeting? They were two-sweeting, so I guess they're not real fans. Fucking posers. <laughs> <laughs> or no, they've, they've, they've just picked their side. Oh, or they're, they're on the uh, Tamatanga... Yeah, or they're trying to get to fucking sue you. <laughs> to, like, pull off their fake mustache. You've been served. Yeah. Ah, uh, I also have a very specific uh, Bullet Club shirt. Speaking of trying to sue you, I have the Bullet Club cease and desist shirt. That crossed my mind too. Um, mm-hmm. That shirt came out at the very end of September, like in the last four days of September. Okay, and was Pro Wrestling Tees' number one shirt for that month. Holy shit! Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's nah. it's crazy. Plus, like the whole hot topic deal, which we've talked about before. Of course, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Uh, but just again, just as far as like regular merch goes, um, I like uh, some of those Samoa Joe shirts. They're not like they're like innocuous shirts. They're fine. For, they're, they're like those. Like, Go ahead. When it comes to just WWE shirts, that's about as good as you can ask this yeah. year. Is that they're just innocuous, fucking fine? Yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're like those Mike Tyson, just like like saying shirts that you know. It's just like simple text. The only other like design one I said I would put up there was I liked like the Shield reunion shirt with the actual Shield and the three fists. It was simple. It had the logos. I was fine with it. That that's stretching God, I, it. I wouldn't wear that shirt to anywhere other no. than Monday Night Raw. <laughs> yeah, I would. I wouldn't wear it out in public, but and for only the message in my seat. I get to the hallway. I take it off. <laughs> Uh, I also had the uh, the Johnny Gargano shirt, uh, despite my biases. Uh, it's it's a very good shirt in the style of Johnny Gargano. 
He always has like out there shirts like that. It's a good shirt. Uh, I think it's also worth mentioning. I think it was this year. Uh, the Heath Slater shirt. I need this job. I got kids. Oh, that was last year. Actually, was last I think year? that yeah, one last year. Yeah. Oh, good. Good. <laughs> oh yeah, Rich. We haven't been going over the winners from each of these from the previous year. Uh, <laughs> oh, we just hit. This is the first category I think that actually we gave out last yes. year. So never mind. Yes, correct. Yeah. Let me um, add Augie to the call because he's online, and hope that he's not driving like a Zamboni. Or he has a, a whole middle school class in his car, and he already hung up on me. So let's keep going. Yeah, cool. Can can when, whenever he gets on, can we just like for his just have him run through whichever first thing he can think of, and just do all the awards? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. We'll make him. We'll basically uh, three. Uh, we'll make him do three random wrestlers, but answering these categories. Hey, uh, mullet. So for this next category, best title run. Do you have the uh, the winner from last year? Uh, I think it was the Mrs. Intercontinental title run. It's in my other notebook. So if you let me uh, run and grab it real quick, I'll confirm yeah. that. Um, while, while you do that, I'll just say that um, myself and Widden had uh, Alexa Bliss uh, for best title run this year. Uh, good choice. Um, hmm. I also uh, uh, had uh, Asuka and Cody for his ROH title run. Yeah. Um, good, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I didn't even think about Asuka because she's had it for two fucking years. Right. Yeah. It's just one <laughs> long thing. Um, and uh, I'm back, and yes, the Miz won best title run last year. Okay, twas what I thought. Um, Tope, uh, you have something down here that I don't. It is foreign to me. <laughs> the what exposition of gold. The what? Based uh, <laughs> the started in TNA where where uh, the Hardys, the Broken Hardys, said they're going to go on an exposition of gold, and they're going to win gold everywhere. So they won the TNA titles, went to ROH, won those. And then they ended up winning the Raw Tag Team titles. Wow. <laughs> so they won three, nice. three titles in, what, two months in three companies? Like, that will never be done again. Yeah, they won, yeah. The three, they won the three biggest tag team titles you can win in North America in 60 days. Damn, that's really cool. I was not paying attention that closely. <laughs> so, yeah, it's like when they showed up and they won, I'm like, holy shit, they actually did it. <laughs> they actually that's... won three titles in 90 days. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, do it again. Um, Spencer. Kazuchika Okada, y'all. Come on now. He's, this is the, uh, the longest, uh, longest heavyweight title, or I guess uh, IWGP heavyweight title yeah. uh, of all time. Yeah. All time. Uh, it's a tough one to argue with. Oh, there's a lot of good ones, though. Yeah. A lot of arguments to be made. Mullet? Oh, no, the answer's Okada. <laughs> I, mean, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's the answer. I wrote something well, else. But yeah, you do have I, another I, I nominee. I said the Miz again because the, the Miz is the only one that makes Intercontinental title mean a goddamn thing, and he because yeah. he's the only one that talks about it. Um, so th- that's a positive. But you know, the answer is Okada. The guy had the title the whole fucking year, and yeah. uh, and and, he, and no one is mad at him for having it. Like it makes sense that he yeah. has it. Every time he defends it, it feels like he could lose it. Feels so good. Like, it feels right. Yeah. Uh, real life story of the year. Last year's winner was uh, TNA Backstage Turmoil. Um, this year's nominees, let's start with Mullet. Whew, I got two. Um, and it, again, it's been a pretty insane year when you think about everything that's happened. Uh, my number one would be uh, Bullet Club in New Japan starting to take a swing and trying to become mainstream and the hot topic deal and you know, invading Raw and whatever else. That's the main one. The second one would be 
like a very very recent one that I think would more so be a story next year is whatever the fuck Vince McMahon is thinking he's going to do uh, with a new football league or selling the company or whatever the fuck <laughs> is happening. Uh, that's kind of big and important. So Could you um, shed a little bit more light on that. I, I'm not very familiar. So Vince, so recently, like there was two days ago. I, yeah, a couple days ago, Vince McMahon like put in uh, paperwork to like open up like an alpha entertainment company or something, and phrases like United Football League and uh, other trademarks are being put up on top of the XFL trademark getting resubmitted like several months ago. So the belief and the mindset is that he's thinking about restarting, you know, a football league sometime soon. But on top of that, there's, you know, this is just pure speculation, but Meltzer and other people have mentioned, like, with the UFC deal looming and the, the, the WWE TV deal coming up, like, if there's any time for a 72-year-old man to fucking fold his chips in and make fucking billions of dollars, it would be this time to sell the company when everybody's buying everything. And they're obviously a commodity that would attract a couple billion dollars of a sale. And some would think he'd be stupid to pass it up. So it's something that's been mentioned throughout the year. I think it's, uh, if it ever happens, it's going to be soon. Yeah. Uh, piggybacking off of a couple of those points. Um, I do, I don't know if you remember this. There were like very, very light rumors around when the network uh, launched that uh, an entity that was interested in possibly buying WWE was Disney. Yep. And God. that's that's the one I keep hearing. Like yeah. somebody I forget who from Disney has been on record as saying before a couple of times, like if like that property ever came up for the right price, like they would jump all over it. Well they're buying every other thing. Right. Yep. And then uh another thing to that point, because you brought up the, the TV deal coming up. Um I love how much people are talking about this mix match challenge, like it's actually a thing that's gonna like matter about anything. But literally the only thing that matters about it, there's two things you need to know about it. One, it's on Facebook Watch, not Facebook Live. It's Facebook's play at a at an original programming mm-hmm. platform. Uh and two, uh the NFL is flirting with Amazon for their rights. Really? Uh uh, NBA is, has flirted with Twitter before, and it, it's looking like all these things might be migrating to streaming instead of broadcast. And the first one up for their major television rights in 2019 is WWE. Right now, mm-hmm. their current USA deal for over 280-something hours of programming is like 140-something million, maybe. And their upcoming deal, it's early estimated that it, they could command somewhere around $400 million. Yeah. So this is basically them dipping their toe and flirting with all of these possible suitors. Um, and, and the Mixed Match Challenge is just a way to do that. Um, but yeah, a lot of very interesting stuff that a media nerd like me uh, <laughs> really digs, sinks his teeth into. Um, uh, 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 Spencer, what's your story of the year? Women's wrestling, baby. Hell yeah. I mean, I can't speak to, you know, all over the world necessarily, but certainly in WWE, they're making really huge strides. Uh, Stephanie McMahon, notwithstanding. <laughs> Clap, please. Well, my story of the year was a time oh, there he is. <laughs> that I tried 
that I was trying to get home to record a podcast, so I decided I was going to go to Quiznos to get a really quick sandwich, but waited in line for 30 minutes, so then had to detour to the Little Caesars, and then now I'm home. How's the, story, the story of the year is that Augie went to a fucking Quiznos in 2017. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only one left in Miami, by the way. I tried to my house. I, Quiznos? Augie. Subway sucks. Yeah. 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 But also, yeah. the last Quiznos in Miami sounds like a short story you would write. Augie, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, get, we'll get all your missing category winners in just a moment. Okay, um, sure. But yeah, uh, in addition to women's expansion in WWE, uh, you had the Mae Young Classic. Uh, and then I also like have heard of companies that I'd never like really heard of before, like Stardom. Like, sure. I've never heard of Stardom before. Mm-hmm. Now, like I watch their gifts regularly. <laughs> um, and like, you know, between shimmer and shine, like there's a lot of very glow rises. rise is another one. Yeah. Glow glow on Netflix. Like this was a banner year, a, mm-hmm. a fucking watershed year. Absolutely. Uh, for the, for, uh, women in wrestling and, and they're kicking off 2018 with a rumble. Yeah. So, don't slow it down. Plus, like, was uh, what year was the 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 women's? No, that was last year. That was twenty sixteen. The, the 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 Hell in a Cell and all that stuff. Um, yeah, probably last, last year. year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Wooden also had the women's resolu- revolution. Uh, Wooden also had Wooden shaving his head. Sorry, bud, it's not. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I become a champion, I'm gonna make him grow his hair back. <laughs> don't cut your hair for a year um i had uh all of the weird triple a drama in mexico between vampiro and sexy star and just sexy star being a fucking loose cannon and taya the way that the title was taken off of her and stuff like that right very weird all very weird do we get topes tope uh, mine was Global Force Impact Anthem Wrestling and just the <sighs> fact that they are still producing content. It's everything. They changed their name three times. They they had a merger. Uh, they moved to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> they suspended their champion for their biggest show and then Hold he on. interfered in the main event. They tried to <laughs> They tried to sue Matt Hardy for a gimmick that he made. <laughs> Real quick, just to put into for some some perspective, the first year of Donald Trump's presidency, the first one to move to Canada was TNA Impact. <laughs> you know the beginning wow. of uh, is it Cliffhanger was still in? Yeah, TNA yeah. is like the opposite of that beginning. Like, <laughs> they just hold on and the movie's done. <laughs> like. <laughs> This is a 15-year movie that just refuses to change fucking course. I've I've who said it, but I saw someone where it's like when Nitro lost TNT or TTBS, they they close. When ECW lost TNT, they were done. This is the third network Impact's been on, <laughs> yeah, and it's still chugging away. Third? It is not the third. It's like the eighth. <laughs> what? Go through them. All right, pay-per-view to start. They were just on pay-per-view to start. True. Oh, then they were on their own website. Then they were on Fox Fox Sports. Oh, yeah. Then they were on Spike. Then they were on... Uh, Destination America. Destination America. Then they were on Pop. Now they're on... What are they on now? I think they're still on Pop. Yeah, that's Bullshit. Pop. That's six. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, that's yeah, still they, a lot. That's six right Sorry, there. Sorry, they, they've been canceled twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
That's that's correct. That is correct. I think we can all agree they're the family guy of wrestling. (laughs) Hey, well, fuck you. (laughs) Yes. How Vince Russo never... How Vince Russo never made a greased-up deaf guy champion? I have no idea. <laughs> uh, uh, it kind of did. <laughs> oh, Jarrett? Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, so yeah, uh, Augie, do you want to? Yeah, Tinder. Augie. <laughs> Augie, we're gonna catch yes. you up right now. Uh, we're gonna go through rapid fire the oh. categories that we've already gone through, and you just off the top of your head give us somebody. All right. Or whatever. You didn't show this out like you were supposed to. Oh, well, I started doing it right now. Go ahead. All right. The <laughs> Santino Morello Award for Excellence in Comedic Wrestling. Uh, Enzo. Not really. Wrong Enzo. <laughs> the Once You Pop Award for the Best Pop of the Year. Shinsuke. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But, Best jobber of the year. Uh, uh, every fucking oh, who's the one that had like a streak and he had to, like it was like a, a thing where he lost every single Kurt Hawkins. There you go. He doesn't know his name. I think that's the answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, best uh, heel or face turn of the year. Oh, best. Um, who's the other one I'm thinking about? Uh, <laughs> taking a Jim. dump after every yeah, fucking right. question. Oh wait, Johnny Gargano. <laughs> <laughs> Best no, on social one, media. Still... <laughs> I'm sorry. Best social media use of the year. Is Zack Ryder still doing that long on it? Because I didn't. No. <laughs> he hasn't done that in five years! <laughs> Augie. Augie. That started when I wasn't married. <laughs> Is that a Frasier show still on the air or anything? Huh? Huh? Uh, no, I'm going to go with Enzo. But that's just because I'm on his Instagram. I haven't followed that prick a long time ago. Best merch of the year. Mm. Pass. All right. <laughs> fair. fair. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> uh, best title run of the year. Oh Lord, that's not not gonna be. God, how long was Gender Champion for? Best. All right. <laughs> <laughs> um. Nah. The, no, like Brock Lesnar, I guess. Who the fuck else is there? Okay. We named a few. Um, you'll hear it back one day. Uh, and real life story of the year was you and Quiznos. Yeah. <laughs> Please put that on the list. <laughs> oh, I just typed it. I just typed it out. Good. Good. Uh, most devastating injury of the year. Last year's winner was Finn Balor. Uh, remember him? Uh, Vince doesn't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Tope get us kicked off. Uh, oh, you it's... fucker. <laughs> should, should we have uh, Augie start every single one? Oh, is that what we're... Okay, yeah. I don't know. Actually, that's a good point. I like that's that. a good idea. Yeah. Good, Augie, good point. you first. <sighs> to get Augie's raw and bridled thoughts, this is dangerous. How long has Hideo Tommy been hurt? 
uh, six years. <laughs> <laughs> also, you asked that the day after, the two days after he made his main roster debut. <laughs> yeah, but from what I understand, with the reception that he was getting, he's basically in hospice. <laughs> it's very true. Adeo uh, Tommy is a core uh, is a plug away from being gone. Uh, I don't. Who's even gotten fucking injured this year? Um, I know there's one I'm missing that right before they were about to blow up, they got injured. I fucking not. I mean, my head. I mean, you're still right. Hideo Tommy was injured this year. It's always right. You're never. No, wrong. but it's like, but in this category, I feel like it's the most devastating injury. So it's like somebody that's about like Finn Balor last season, like last year when he just won the <laughs> universal the belt, for, and then uh, for big cast maybe. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think he was going anywhere. But sure, I'll go he, with that. Well, yeah, we'll never know now because he, yeah, like. It was like his third match by himself. Yeah. Like parents had finally left for vacation. Augie, thanks, Spencer, for that. <laughs> Thank you, Spencer. Thank you, Augie, uh, for too. <laughs> uh, also, uh, for Real Life Story of the Year, I want to go back and also throw in that whole mumps, measles, uh, Ooh, right. viral meningitis story. That, that was crazy. Yeah, for real. Um, and saved us from Sister Abigail. We'll get there later, I'm sure. Widden, for most devastating injury of the year, had the revival. I guess you can go by mm-hmm. times two. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. Yeah, just in general. Yeah, they're back now, though. So we're uh, yeah, our fingers. Yeah, and, um, they, and they still I, got a pretty damn good pop coming back. So they did. Thank God, they still remember them. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had uh, here uh, Drew McIntyre um, mm-hmm. for tearing mm-hmm. his fucking bicep off his arm mm-hmm. right after he lost the NXT title and was probably going to get called up. Or some, they were going to probably do something with him. Um, and then Spencer and I share the next one. Yeah, Shibata. I mean, he... Oh, almost, fuck. The motherfucker almost headbutted himself to death. Yeah. How did I not write that down? That's like <laughs> the definition of most devastating injury. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. Yeah, it's it's uh, disrespectful that none of the rest of you wrote him down. That's... <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, he's still not the winner because Tommaso Ciampa broke my fucking heart. <laughs> that, that, just real quick, that I'll probably never forget that. Just the image of Shibata after headbutting. Mm-hmm. Uh, was, was, it, was it Okada? Or was yeah, it, it was Okada. Okada. Yeah. Just Okada, standing yeah. there like over him, and then slowly the blood trickles down yeah. his face. That was at, uh, which show was that again? No way. Was it Sakura yeah. Genesis? God yeah, it was. Damn. The show that keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> CTE. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and Mullet, you alluded to it, but Tope, go ahead. Uh, well, I kind of want to change my now of what happened recently, but uh, yeah, when that fucking coward attacked our boy <laughs> Champa's knee and just uh, left it busted open. But like in all honesty, like that was gonna, oh, that sucks. That was gonna literally probably be the main event of the next show. Sure. And it derailed two careers. Uh, and just. just- just for the record, Tope Owen hearted this category <laughs> by yes, saying Tommaso Ciampa's knee after Johnny Gargano's knee rammed into it. <laughs> so he kicked his leg out of his leg. <laughs> kicked his knee uh, out of his knee. Uh, I, Tope, I will say that uh, it's going to work out okay because I could not be any more excited for uh, for the next couple of takeovers because it could happen at any time, Ciampa coming back because he's supposed to get cleared anytime. Yeah. So that's awesome. And I will add late last minute, uh, Ambrose as yep. whatever is about to jump off mm-hmm. between him and Rollins really sucks. Um, cause obviously I feel with rumble season, it was time to 
start pulling the trigger on that, and now we're going to have to wait. So, Yeah. Um, next category, uh, most overrated. Last year's winner was Boring Car Parts, a.k.a. Baron Corbin. Uh, that's, <laughs> two time! That's what, two time! That's what Liz calls him, so I Boring can't take credit parts. for that. Uh, Augie, who you got? Oh, who you think I got? Yeah, I, well, I they can repeat, right? Please tell me they can repeat. Of yeah. course. Oh yeah, he oh he's going for a while. All right, well you're the <laughs> <laughs> you're the only one to nominate him this year. Well, uh, not that he doesn't deserve not, it. No, Augie's I mean, not, yeah, not wrong. It's just there's other candidates this year. Like I feel like he was also like properly shit on enough this year to where yeah. it felt like he was properly rated. Like the money in the bank, the money in the bank thing, and like having a fucking dog turd of a U.S. title run, yeah. like. Yeah, he's ending his year being getting pinned by Dolph Ziggler as we nominated him best jobber. Baron Corbin's had a had the year he deserves. Well, are, you could argue that that uh, uh, getting pinned by Dolph Ziggler, if you're Baron Corbin, is doing the is Ziggler doing the job? <laughs> <laughs> it's very true. I rested my case from earlier. I told you yeah. double meanings. <laughs> um, Spencer, who you got? That just made me think of something. So I'm going to tell you what I did right now, and then I'm going to tell you the thing I just thought of, and we can talk about that. Because I wrote on Randy Orton, and I don't love that answer, and it's just coming from a guy who is so late to the game that I never saw any of the build-up to who Randy is. He just shows up, doesn't really say anything. He's kind of like if Brock Lesnar didn't say anything, and then also didn't have a Paul Heyman, and then also only had two moves. (laughs) (laughs) You know. So my answer is Randy Orton. I'm not in love with it, but... Um, you could maybe make the argument since his uh, call-up, Bobby Roode hasn't really delivered. Mm. That's I wouldn't blame that so much on him as I would the booking. Uh, well, I mean, you say that, but his promos aren't the best, and he <laughs> this is so nitpicky. But the ending of that three uh, three way uh, match that we just talked about with Dolphin uh, Baron, he botched the ending and just kind of like. When when uh, Dolph went for the famous or whatever the hell it was, it was supposed to be like a double. Like Corbin would have oh. gave the end of days to uh, Rude as well, but Rude didn't fall forward and take a front bump. He just fell on his tailbone. Yeah, yeah. So well, at least he wasn't on his feet when it ended. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> Widen had Jason Jordan for most overrated. Hmm. Hmm. Um, that's I the epitome like of bad booking. But yeah, I have a feeling that that I would categorize it under that as well. Um, uh, Tope? Oh, war number one to the one and only Bray Wyatt. <laughs> he has not had a feud where the person going into it is better off for it. He shouldn't, as he's, again, bad booking, but it's, it's his character, and his character does not work. Think he's And as a wrestler, hasn't had a great match in a while. Was it the Elimination Chamber? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that, that's when he's with five other people and the the best wrestler in WWE. Yeah. Um, all right, you guys ready for some fire takes? <laughs> I'm ready, baby. I got some too. Let's bring it. Hit him with it again, mullet. Uh, well, well, Randy Orton is is to echo Spencer. I think I've decided Randy Orton's my least favorite wrestler of all time, guys. <laughs> he's, just, he's just so. When I saw him coming out on fucking Sunday with his fucking Propecia haircut, I'm just like, fuck this fucking fucker, man. He sucks. So that's to reiterate. 
Uh, he is the, he is the embodiment answer. of disinterest. Yes. Yes. Uh, <laughs> the, the the number one answer in all capital letters and big neon lights is gender fucking Mahal. Um, he, he's he's so bad, and he is a he's going to take a back bump in his fucking steroid act. And he's going to burst everywhere. It's disgusting. He's got nothing. He's awful. Uh, now to the hot takes. Uh, the only name I wrote down twice because <laughs> I didn't remember if I put her on the first time. Uh, so I put her on both times. Uh, and I'm going to get shit for this. And I've been saying it for a while. Alexa Bliss does absolutely nothing for me. You're in fucking dumb. Goddamn. Dumb. Nothing for me. She has you never had dumb a, son of a bitch. decent <laughs> match. She is fucking the idiot. She is the female <laughs> Triple H. You, you piece of trash. <laughs> You're going to go to hell. Go home with that shit. UPS. So you're new to fuck. wrestling, huh? <laughs> what a dumb dumb. Talk to me when she has a match you enjoyed. And every one of I enjoyed, them. I've enjoyed night. a lot of her <laughs> matches. They're all perverts. No, no. I, I'll never I'll be dumb. <laughs> Uh, I I agree with you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> with, with all that said, character work is fine. It that is also overrated, but it's still fine. But she should not have been the main female champion on the number one show for like eight months. She's she hurt the momentum of that entire division incredibly because I don't feel she's good at her job. So you're, I respect your opinion. I think you're wrong about this one. That's fine. And if I can add a non wrestling overrated. Uh, and again, whatever he's dealing with is fine. But since he's come back, Mauro Ranello has been very bad. <laughs> yeah. He has been very bad. And it's it's it hasn't been a detriment to NXT, but he's just trying way too hard at his similes and pop culture references. And he's too over the top. I have not enjoyed him at all. I've. I've felt like Nigel's had to carry that commentary team, which is saying something. Yeah. So those are those are my two hot takes. So hot, you kept trying to put the fire out by banging your hand on the fucking desk. Uh, Sorry. <laughs> um. All right. Let's all cool off and move on to most underrated. Alexa Bliss. I, I <laughs> did you? Did you actually? I am like compelled to fucking do that now. No, I, she's no. probably right to where she should be. No, I I agree. You agree, <laughs> Rich? Did you? The did booking you committee agrees. I, did, I don't think you uh, said I yours. didn't. No, I mean you guys pretty much but covered people it. People love her so oh, okay. much, yeah. That they've here taken on, Liv, they've taken Liv Morgan's gimmick and turned it into Alexa Bliss's gimmick. She's now stealing from Alexa Bliss. Yeah. Uh, here, here's here's my most overrated Christopher James Mullet. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> uh, most underrated. Last year's winner was Tyler Breeze. Mm. Um, this year, uh, Augie, who is the most underrated wrestler of 2017? Uh, it's hard to come up with one, um, but I feel like they don't appreciate him. Uh, Neville. Mm. Oh wow. Yeah, he was on my list. One of the four yep. I had listed. Yeah, uh, he was also on uh, Tope's list as well. Um, uh, da, 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 da. Widen uh, has uh, someone that Mullen has, so we'll get there later. Um, I had uh, Apollo Cruz and Finn Balor 
Uh, I feel it's crazy that I feel like Finn Balor's in that zone right now, but like yeah. Jesus Christ, give him fucking anything to do. Yeah. Uh, and then Apollo Cruz, like you know, we always fucking talk about. It. He's incredibly fucking talented. But and and um, Mullet, you were talking with uh, uh, Zangry about it on the last podcast um, where you guys mm-hmm. were just playing uh, Rumble. Like he was seemingly the one dude that didn't get to develop in developmental. Vince wanted a, a a baby, a flippy baby face. That's who they had, and they called him up too early. And so they ne- he never got a chance to do anything and figure out his deal. Um, and uh, only now is because, like, like the past few weeks with whatever they're doing with Titus, who like oh, I couldn't give a fuck. But like, you see Apollo like showing some like over the top, outlandish personality. I'm like, okay, I'll take that. That's fine because he's got everything fucking else. Everyone remember well, this year when he did that that backflip uh, moonsault and Braun Strowman kicked him seven miles. <laughs> yes, <laughs> uh, and and also now um, now that Dana's part of uh, Titus Worldwide, uh, it's going to be a little bit of a New York Foundation uh, aspect to it. It looks like I'm you down. know I'm... Dana Dana Brooke doing math. <laughs> 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 I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I ain't good at math. I look forward to giving her worst gimmick of the year for that next year. The fuck is wrestling math? <laughs> yeah, I think we all know that it, it's it's no good. One plus two equals the count of three. Yeah. Uh, Mullet, who you got? Uh, I got three more uh, besides Neville. Uh, my number one answer, I think, is the one you're referring to for Widden. Luke fucking Harper is so goddamn good. Mm. Um, he's a badass. He had he had the best goddamn Randy Orton match of the year this year. Um He's a confident talker. He can do amazing things as a big man. He needs to do more and more and more. And I'm excited for the Bludgeon Brothers, but I wish he was doing more. Uh, Grand Metal him up at the very beginning of the year with that whole Mm. Wyatt family thing. And your next guy is who Witten actually had. Oh, really? Grand Metalik is incredible. <laughs> Grand Metalik is so fucking great. They want a new hot Mexican star. That that's your new hot Mexican star. Let him do his thing. He can he killed it. And anytime I see him, I'm like, okay, good. He's not. I haven't seen him fuck up at all once. Um, my third one, we talked about him er- earlier. Oni Lorkin should not be a jobber. Oni Lorkin has always having physical, strong style, badass matches, and could be a totally uh, such a benefit to. I think he'll get his time. I think him, they're going to make him and Birch a tag team and actually get behind them at some point. Uh, and I'm for that, but I hope he does more. So those are my three. I- Lurkin wrestles strong style more than Shinsuke does right now. Yes. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and I will uh, also, to your great metal league point, um, is the reason that they haven't had a, a luchador super, like, bona fide superstar since Rey Mysterio, one of the contributing factors, the fact that they just don't have any agents that know the style? I think that's a. But did, were there any agents that knew the style when Ray was there? That's what I'm saying. Like Ray, like busted his ass and transcended and, and figured it out for himself. I'm, I'm assuming. Like, they, have Dean, they have Dean Malenko and Jamie Noble back there. I think they. I think they have some people that can grasp it. Okay. Or can Grandma Leak speak English? Uh, wasn't he on an episode of Up Up Down Down? I don't know. I think. I think he was. I mean. Sin Cara didn't speak English. Uh, oh, shit, there's my point. Yeah, okay. that's okay. <laughs> but also, like to my point earlier, like he hasn't fucked anything up. Like Sin Cara was just fucking shit up constantly. 
he hasn't done anything I feel like to earn the mistrust. So yeah, yet uh, Spencer, who you got? If Jason Jordan's overrated, then Chad Gable's underrated. Mm-hmm. That that guy's fantastic. I, I mean, just what the the last paper he just like suplexed three of like the biggest dudes in the company in a row. Uh, or who was it? It was uh, did he suplex Joe or no? It was Rusev. No, it was Rusev. Rusev and Biggie. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Jesus, and and in English too, right? Was that the third well, one? Yeah, he, almost killed, he almost killed in English. <laughs> yeah, he did too. But like, I I'm pretty sure with Rusev or whoever the last one was, he straight up just like deadlift, like German suplexed yeah. him. It was insane. And also, like, the one or two times he gets to talk every couple months, he's funny, man. Yeah. Gable is fantastically wasted. He, uh, and not that I, I know what I'm looking for or anything, but it just seems like he has good instincts for this, mm-hmm. you know? He's been doing um, this two years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they, they just won against the Usos, like, last night, so. Yeah. Things <laughs> might be on the way up for them. Or and, and, yeah, we'll see sh- a Shelton sh- Benjamin f- heel turn. <laughs> There were um, there were a series of uh, WWE Instagram videos leading up to Clash of Champions yeah. when they kept breaking the news to Gable and Benjamin, Sheldon, Benjamin, um, that a new team kept getting added to the match. Okay, and it was a very entertaining like small series of of like when um, New Day got added to the match. So oh hey. Uh, Gable, Benjamin, uh, good news. You guys are going to have a uh, have a title match at Class of Champions. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's right. That that's, <laughs> sounds about right. And uh, it's going to be uh, you and the Usos and the New Day. And, like, Benjamin will go on, like, but what? Uh, uh, they didn't do anything. And then Gable the whole time is just like, but why are they in the match? <laughs> but why are they in the match? <laughs> but why are they in the match? But why are they in the match? And then they did the same thing with Rusev Day. It was very, very good. He is very good. It was it was very, very good, yeah. And Benjamin has been pretty on fire since he's been back, too. I'm, I'm really yeah. digging the two of them together. Uh, moving on. Uh, the How Are They Still Not Signed to a Major Company Award? Last year's winner uh, was Ricochet, even though we kind of do know why and yeah. how that was. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, hey, Augie, who is a free agent that is perplexing that they're still a free agent? He's got the look. He's fucking awesome. Marty Scroll, I think. Mm-hmm. You, you could argue that he is, like, signed. Like, ROH is the ROH is the second biggest wrestling company in the country. Fuck yeah. you, TNA. <laughs> but I, I get your point in that you he should be in NXT or WWE in, in your mind. So, yeah, I, I'd agree. Uh, yeah, see, TNA's, TNA's the biggest wrestling company in Canada. <laughs> oh, you're right. North America, we have to officially say now. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Um, who do we got next? Uh, Mullet, how about, how about you give it lay, lay if you want us? I got two beef boys for you. Keith Lee has had an amazing year, uh, and I'm shocked that somebody just already didn't take a flyer on him. And uh, I hope this man's not signed up for one of them dumbass seven year contracts. Jeff Cobb, who's been put through the ringer recently, <laughs> the yeah, guy poor is guy. coming up. <laughs> Comes out smelling like roses, oh, but uh, yeah, he smells great. Uh, yeah, Jeff Cobb is badass, and I hope uh, I hope he basically takes Michael Elgin's fucking spot in New Japan. Couldn't agree more. And Spencer, you had another one of those. I also guys? had Limitless Keith Lee. Yeah, and he, I, to my knowledge, he's not signed anywhere. No, but he's a he's a strip true free agent. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, fuck fuck Michael Elgin. Yep. Uh, 
Whidden had Ricochet. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah I mean, he you. probably yeah. he, he probably is, but... Uh, I had uh, uh, Candice LeRae, Tessa Blanchard, mm-hmm. um, and Chuck Taylor, um, just because he's very entertaining. And I don't think he's like... Is he... I don't know if he's like nailed down at ROH or anything like that, but either way. Um, hey, Tope, uh, yours? Uh, I'm pretty sure this guy isn't signed to a major company, and he should be back in WWE instantly. Uh, give me some Bobby Lashley. Ooh. <laughs> I no, thought you were... Go ahead. No, I was like, honestly, like, all jokes aside, he's been so fucking good. And, like, I... Well, I, Spencer's gonna hate when I say this, but I've watched more TNA pay-per-views this year than New Japan. So. <laughs> That's insane. <laughs> One to... One to zero. Well, you and, know, uh, you remember Homestar Runner? Yeah, there was like there was a character whose only job was just to shovel shit. But like somebody <laughs> had to do it. So <laughs> thank you. Yeah, if anyone wants a recap of Bound for Glory, you can suck my dick. Cause I'm not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but just the what what Lashley's doing in TNA with the American Top Team, which is like the, a big MMA like camp. It's just so fucking good. He's he's the best. I love that everybody says the same thing, and literally the only thing the rest of us saw of Bobby Lashley this year was the shittiest eight minute match with Jeff Cobb. I, I, was, <laughs> yes. bring up, I was like, fuck that. Yeah, yeah no, I, I I agree. There's rumors that he might be on his way over uh, over in some time soon. I literally told I thought you were setting up a CM Punk joke and I was going to be so fucking mad at you. <laughs> no. <laughs> Why he's, are they not signed? Uh, he's, he's still signed. In a manner of speaking. Yeah, he's even to his marriage certificate. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move mullet off of this, shall we? Um... Last year's winner for Feel Good Story of the Year was Pod Slam 2016, a podcast marathon for Connor's here. Uh, this year, hey, Augie, what's the Feel Good Story of the Year? Yeah, not to cheat on this, but I put Pod Slam again. Good call. I felt like this. I feel like, honestly, every year it gets better and better. So, fuck it. If it won last year, it should definitely win this year. Yeah, you're uh, not wrong, honestly. Yeah. Um, can't 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 uh, uh, disagree with you or can't agree with you more. I can disagree with you a lot less. Um, I had <laughs> Pot Slam. Um, I also uh, had uh, Lucha Underground getting uh, announced for a fourth season. Oh, and, did they? Yeah, uh, a few weeks back, I think. Did I know that? Uh, I think you did. Nice. You may have. Uh, either way, also just congratulations to them for finishing their third season. Uh, <laughs> And then it was an amazing third season, such a good third season. Yeah, uh, and then one that uh, Whitten and I also had was uh, uh, John and Nikki getting engaged. Mm. Uh-huh. Warms the cockles of your heart, I guess, if you say so. <laughs> Whatever, manufactured <laughs> corporate ass robot ass <laughs> motherfucker ass. <laughs> I teared up. Yeah, well, well you're married. Yeah, you're like, sad. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain chemistry is all fucked up, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Don't. Oh, well, good. He's while he's emotional. Mullet. What was yours? Uh, DIY breaking up. Good. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tope. What was yours? <laughs> Why was that feel good? 
<laughs> <laughs> it felt great. I knew it was going to happen, and I told Rich, you have to go to that show. <laughs> it felt great. I told you, double meeting categories. Uh, mine was uh, Ric Flair and just uh, overcoming all that he did and being there when Charlotte won the title. It was nice. And the 30 for 30. Spencer? Uh, I've got two. We touched on one earlier. Uh, Shibata's recovery. I'm alive. That is all. That's all you need to know. Uh, but on a more serious note, Daryl the Cat's recovery. Yes. He made a full recovery. Very, <laughs> very happy to see that. Got married. He, I think he has a kid now. Yeah, has a, a kid now. Days. Yeah. So Daryl's doing all right. Yeah. Um, so again, we don't cover like full Observer Awards anymore, but I am so excited for that fucking cat to win Best Non-Wrestler of the Year. If he doesn't... Yeah. All of his minions have failed. <laughs> <laughs> Meltzer fans, vote the Daryl the Cat as best non-wrestler of the year. I mean, I could see Daryl the Cat winning this category as well, uh, should he get nominated. Most fascinating person of the year, last year's winner, was Paige. This year's, Augie, uh, well, you got a nominee or several for us? Um, this is actually a serious most fascinating person of the year, right? Yeah. Sure uh... With the documentary that came out and everything that happened to him, and he came back, Ric Flair. Sure, good one. All right, um, Spencer, who you got? You know, I actually put Enzo Amore. You know, I mm. I don't like the guy, and a, a lot of us on this podcast, at least, don't either. But yet, we still find ourselves talking about him probably every single episode. Yep. You know, you're welcome. Like, <laughs> I mean. The, the, <laughs> The dude's fascinating, and you know whether the shit that we hear about him in the locker room is is real or not, we don't really know. Yeah. But I mean, that's part of it too. Like even the bad stuff that's happening to him is fascinating. Yeah, uh, Mullet, you had the same entrant. I did. Uh, I'd like to put Paige up again as well. <laughs> She's had a pretty fascinating yeah. year. But to, to back up what Spencer said, like Enzo, this entire year we've gone from absolutely adoring the guy to being like we're fucking done with him to like him saving the cruiserweight division in some semblance of a, of speaking to like this Monday, me literally turning the television off because he was talking like it's, it's so up and down out of nowhere. He's yeah. He's a fascinating little creature. Yeah. And he still also hangs out with like celebrities and does shit. Oh, he's going to be broke at cons for the next 30 years when he gets released. Cause he spent like 50 grand going to Mayweather McGregor. He's going to be asking Virgil for tips. <laughs> um, and yeah, uh, you mentioned Paige as well. She, uh, uh, apparently her, uh, the interview that she gave on Lillian Garcia's podcast was absolutely fantastic. Mm. Yeah. Um, speaking of Paige, uh, Tope, who'd you have? Uh, Alberto El Patron. Uh, just to see how many shows that he's missed, how many times he's been suspended as champion, and just he's great. Everything about him is great, and I just I'm very interested, and I couldn't care less about him at the same time. <laughs> All right. Uh, had the Miz, uh, and I had a couple here. I had uh the Elite, just kind of as a unit, very just. The business year they've put together has been very, very impressive. Yeah, it mm-hmm. seems unheard and of. And fascinating how, how, how they're actually doing it. Um, and then uh, Sexy Star, again, just because, like, mm-hmm. what kind of fucking psychopath is yeah. that? Um, and she's still doing that shit. Yeah. Yep. She did it like, again. I don't know whether she thinks it's, like, 
a gimmick she should lean into or not. I don't know. But don't. Uh Anyway, dream match of the year, uh, the one category where if companies, countries, contracts didn't matter, this is the match you'd want to see. Last year's winner was the idea of a full federation deletion, including all the tag teams from all over the world, uh, jumping off shit in the Hardy's backyard. Uh, (laughs) This year, hey, Augie, what's the dream match you want to see? I've got Alexa Bliss and Tony Storm. Well, you, uh, you went very literal on that. <laughs> Talk about double meaning categories. Uh, no, legit though. That's that was that's my that's my fun answer. Um, very fun answer. And then uh, let me. Um, my real one, I guess, would be Braun Strowman and Jeff Cobb. Ooh. I'd watch that. Ooh. Uh, Again, I'm reacting to the Alexa Bliss Tony Storm match the way I'm reacting to the Braun Strowman Jeff Cobb match. You. Augie, you took one of mine. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Uh, while we're at it, a couple of the other ones that I had were... Uh, it was Young the Alexa and... Tony Storm that I took, right, from you? <laughs> yep, that was the one. Um, okay, got it. <laughs> uh, the other ones that I had were uh, Young Bucks and the Usos. Mm. <laughs> um, they mentioned it like, oh, yeah, we'd love to have a... a a super kick match with the Usos or whatever. Like they mentioned that shit like three years ago and I still would love to see that. Uh, and then also uh, Penta El Zero Miero uh, versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. Oh shit. Oh, oh my God. I'm not going to sleep for a third straight night. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Jesus crap, fucking Christ. Good answer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Widen had Kenny Omega versus uh, Alistair Black. Um, uh, Spencer, who'd you have? Uh, uh, this, I don't even, this may, this match, I, I, what I should say is these two men may have already faced each other in the past. I'm not sure. But now the context will be totally different. So the dream match I put down will be CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan in a WWE ring. Whoa. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if that's ever going to happen or not, but it's not out of the realm of possibility and people would lose their minds if it did. Uh, also, I'd put it as a dream match, CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan in that August uh, Cody Rhodes Young Buck show. That might be even more of a possibility. It totally is. Totally could happen. Especially if it's in Chicago. Fuck, that's a great answer. Yeah. Uh, Tope, who'd you have? Uh, mine, these two guys, the last time they were in a ring together, they were skipping around singing John Jacob Jingleheimer Smith <laughs> and PWG. Give me a Kenny Omega versus Daniel Bryan. <laughs> pretty and good. Mullet. Uh, I went with the obvious Young Bucks versus The Revival. There's not a better uh, fucking tag team uh, story between two people, two four guys that have probably never even met each other um, that's actually going. <laughs> Um, and then my other uh, one, one would be Neville versus Ricochet. Again, one that's happened a very long time ago, but they are two totally different people who would absolutely kill it. None of those are wrong answers. No. No. That's one, we're, we ain't shitting on any of those. Uh, next category, uh, cutest couple. Last year's uh, winners was a tie. Uh, between Johnny Gargano and Candice LeRae, and Johnny Gargano and uh, the Monster Japa. <laughs> <clears throat> um, oh, hey, Augie, uh, who's your who's your nominees? Well, you don't have to worry about them tying, 
But it's just this time it's just gonna be Jonah Gargano and Candace. And by the way, as long as they're together, this is always gonna be my nomination for this category. Uh, again, we are on the same exact page. Um, <laughs> that's who I had. Uh, uh, t- t- tope or yeah, Tope. Who you got? Uh, just because I just love love and happiness. Daniel Bryan, Brie Bella, and Birdie Danielson. It's a, yeah. Just a, gr- a yeah. beautiful couple. Yeah, right. Yeah, that's nice. <clears throat> um, Widen had. Uh, Finn Balor and Kathy Kelly. Sorry, Tope. Um, yeah. And uh, mm. Mullet, that was one of yours as well. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm glad we're bringing it up now because now that Spencer knows who Kathy Kelly is, we have to make sure Spencer has some final thoughts at the end of the show. Um, <laughs> uh, my, other one, my other one was Lana and Rusev. They're not really the cutest couple. They're like the, like, like the, oh, you know they do some nasty shit couple. <laughs> <laughs> But they also just seem perfect for one another. I want to throw in a third one I just remembered because I'm not sure if it's like something that just has been from social media or if it's actually happening. Tyler Bate and Liv Morgan. Yes. Uh, what? Yeah. Who like, like Liv Morgan like said like, oh yeah, Enzo cheated on me basically and I'm looking for, you know, for something. And Tyler Bate immediately <laughs> like messaged her on, on Twitter and got to work. Uh, I've heard a lot of different things about Tyler Bate in past relationships and stories. I don't believe a lot of them, but uh, hopefully it's better off this time. That's interesting. Well, he's also like, what, like 24? 17. Yeah. Like, how many yeah. could he have? So, I mean, he, well, he, may, he may have done those things you've heard of, which I, I'm not aware of, but it's also like, well, maybe he'll learn from it. He dated Tony Storm. Wow. And it was rumored that he cheated on her uh, with a transgendered person. And it's like, okay, hold on. How, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Number one, how do you cheat on Tony Storm? That that's really the, the main point of that there. But um, but now he's with Liv Morgan, so and they look they look good together. Spencer, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay. Ooh, oh, okay, that is a fantastic answer. That's an iconic answer. The dude, just, <laughs> oh God. pull pull the trigger. Like I don't, I, agree. I never need to see them kiss. I never need to see them do anything. Yep. I just, just like WWE's first ever, like same sex. It's not even a tag team. It's just like, oh yeah, we're just, yeah, we, uh, we're dating. Anyway, let's do the match. <laughs> like, exactly. you know what I mean? Like, just make it not a deal. Yeah. I've been meaning to bring this up for fucking months. So thank you for finally bringing it up and reminding me about it. Absolutely. Yeah. That moment in the uh, fatal four way when Peyton was on her way out. And Billy stopped at the top of the ramp, and they had that little conversation of "You got to go out there and do this on your own." Yeah, I'll be back here for you was a moment, man. Yeah, it was very good. That's what I'm saying, dude. She was giving her a packed lunch away from that, basically <laughs> confirming they were a couple. <laughs> um. Uh. Next category, we have the comeback wrestler of the year. That's non part timer. More of a career rejuvenation. They hopped in the rejuvenation machine. Uh, last year's winner was The Miz. Uh, hey, hey, Augie. Who's your comeback wrestler of the year? All right. The answer that I want to give, and I is, is a good is whatever. It's a, it's a real answer, is The Usos. Um, mm-hmm. But, I mean, we have to, like, consider Jinder Mahal, no? No. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, come on. He came back yeah. and he fucking was the champion for how long? And I, what, he, what did he do before that? 3MB. I, I'm not saying I want to give that answer. <laughs> I'm just saying that's a fucking hell of a comeback. Yeah. So, Augie, you are 100% not off base with this. So he was, what was he doing before this? Before this, it was 3MB fired rehired but looked just like the same crap that he was before and then next thing you know he's beating Sami Zayn in a fucking whatever bullshit number one contender match and then beating Randy Orton so you're not alone because Widden also nominated Jinder Mahal as well as Tope guys are fucking insane (laughs) And they're not wrong, but it just doesn't feel good to say it. Right. No, no yeah. it sucks. <laughs> like, sometimes it sucks. But, yeah. But I, it doesn't I, make it I, wrong. I take this category to mean that the person themselves did something to earn the spot that they were in. He didn't do anything except, quote unquote, eat healthy and stop drinking. <laughs> Is everything he always says. Can you sprinkle steroids on healthy food? <laughs> I don't think it's you something you sprinkle. Yeah. Oh, you're so innocent. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I've heard that. Yeah, I know. Uh, so who did you have, Mullet? I put fucking Samoa Joe because he's the only fucking guy that could stand across the ring from Brock Lesnar and tell him to shut the fuck up and look at me. And the crowd's like, oh, yes. He looked slow, lethargic. He, he's got a lot of miles on him. And this year, he had a really weak start, not even being on fucking WrestleMania. And now he's the biggest badass on, on any show. He looks like a fresh, shined-up human. So Joe's my answer. Uh, I, I'll be talking about him uh, a little bit later. Um, Spencer, who'd you have? I, I put on Sami Zayn. Um, I think he was kind of not floundering necessarily, but sort of, yeah, like spinning his wheels a little it's bit. A bit of a late push. Yeah. And then all of a sudden his, you know, he'll turn with uh, Kevin Owens. Let's do it, baby. That can, that can be the trick sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have as, as counterintuitive as this is, it still made sense to me. I have the Miz again. <laughs> That's yeah. That's yeah. fair. Just keep giving him like, improved. Like he just keeps getting yeah. better. Yeah. I've actually been sad that he's been gone. Yeah. You yeah. you missed him. And like I feel like twenty sixteen, like his big thing was the fact that he was like, you know, cutting work shoot promos and kind of being a little bit out of character here and there and like being interesting on Total Divas. Uh he was also or was that twenty fifteen? Yeah, he was coming off of like the interesting tough enough twenty fifteen post show or whatever. Um whereas like this year has just been good solid by the book fucking work uh and he it seems like he stepped up as sort of like a locker room leader and that Ms. tv with fucking enzo was like a an exhibit of that um yeah consistently yeah. good matches too don't yes. underrate him in the ring he's been much better in the ring and kind of in his prime in terms of that yeah that that too wrestling counts as well <laughs> Um, but we're not talking about wrestling. We're talking about the worst promo of the year. Who was the worst promo of the year this year? Last year's Titus O'Neil. Augie, it is. 
Okay. So I legit did not see who last year's winner was, and I wrote down Titus O'Neil. <laughs> <laughs> You're wrong this year, but that's cute. <laughs> I really? I still don't fucking see it. But I, it. The other one will be Shinsuke, but that's because there's a language barrier, and it's not very good. Yeah. You can't be doing that. But I still think it's Titus. Oh, don't worry. The rest of us got your back, I think. We all have the same answer, right? Rich, we nailed this one. Uh, there's a lot of different answers on here. Oh, I was hoping that all of us had at least this one. Well, go ahead. Sister fucking Abigail. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That's... That, that was put down three times by okay. Tope, as you just heard, as well as Witten. Okay, good. I have other <laughs> answers, but I'll let everyone else talk before I say the ones. But yeah, Sister Abigail was one of the most jaw-dropping in the worst way moments I've ever seen in wrestling in 30 fucking years. Now, is this category like for generically for the year or like specifically? It could be both. Like one, one, yeah. okay. It could be both. Oh, I, I thought we weren't done talking about Sister Abigail. <laughs> um, it, I, I mean, I'll pick that right back up. I've watch wrestling for a long time and i remember watching that clip and i just like turned like closed the window <laughs> shut <laughs> shut on my laptop <laughs> just like i don't want to do this anymore <laughs> this isn't I'm fun thinking, anymore yes like <laughs> i hope nobody else saw that happen <laughs> so concerned that's hilarious it's like that scene from like Parks and Rec where Ron like finds out that like people are watching his computer, so he just throws his entire desktop in the garbage. <laughs> that's that's how I felt. Yeah, I just wanted to throw it all away. Holy yeah. shit, that's amazing. It was it was historic levels of bad. Um, I had uh, uh, a couple different ones, uh, more along the lines of authority figures. I have Kurt Angle and Shane McMahon. Yeah, Shane McMahon just. Looks like he forgot what he was going to say every other sentence. And Kurt Angle, God bless his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad because he used to be one of the best. And now, like, he just can't. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. And the rest of the drugs are a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. um, uh, Spencer, and then we go back to uh, Mullet for I the gotta, rest of his. Yeah, I got a latecomer to the race, but I don't think you're going to disagree when you hear it. Uh, gotta throw out Sarah Logan. She, <laughs> she kind of got a crazy promo. And someone compared her a little bit to Scott Steiner, and I was like, well, nah. well, give her some time, maybe. I mean, I'd love <laughs> it if she leans into that. Yeah, that'd be great. Right, right, me too, me but too. But unfortunately, it was more She's along generous. the lines of a good lucha thing style. It was, yeah, it made me think of good yeah. lucha thing for sure. Which, like... Which it was nominated, I, but that was the year before. Uh, the only reason I didn't nominate her was just because... <laughs> It it was, I ju- I chalked it up to the yips, just yeah. I, first time talking on thing, national I just, I television. I totally understand that. I totally understand that. Doesn't change the fact that it made me like cringe. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I because I was feeling for her. I felt for her so yeah. much, and then she, she just kind of like spewed out a collection of words. Like she kept going. <laughs> That's the thing is like I'm gonna find something to really put my flag in, and then she kind and then it got so bad. Uh, Ruby Wright was like, yeah, but none of that matters. Anyway, here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> bitch, you, bitch, you fucking up my spot. Let me jump in. <laughs> Straight up. Straight up. Um, yeah. Whereas, 
Bray Wyatt is Sister Abigail, someone who's constantly talked himself back into the upper mid card. Yeah. Um, it's what he is meant to do. Was meant to do. Uh, hey, Mullet, who else you got? Uh, Roman Reigns' retort to John Cena's promo was pretty fucking bad. Yup. Uh, and uh, latecomer, I wasn't a big fan of Natalia's promo from Clash of Champions or Natalia's promo at, at any point. So I just want to make sure Natalia gets recognition there. And Tamina still has a mouth. Um, <laughs> uh, there was that specific moment like earlier in the year, I think it was from Money in the Bank, where like Charlotte said something, and then Tamina, like, threat was exactly what Charlotte had just said. Yeah, yes. Char- I forget what it was. Yeah, Charlotte's, yeah it was like, uh, you better watch out before I shove my foot down your mouth. And Tamina's like, yeah, I'm going to shove my foot down your mouth. It's like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Was that just a funhouse mirror of words? <laughs> yeah, uh, so I didn't yeah, understand those are my, those what Natalia's promo at Clash of Champions was supposed to be. No idea. Because it was like, is this a heel turn? Because we already hate you and you're a heel. I don't know, man. We'll see what happens. I thought it was a retirement promo. Like, sure. if she's going to go be a coach or something, or an agent, cool, that's fine. But that, by all accounts, that's not what's going to happen. So, yeah, whatever. Whatever is right. Best promo... Last year's winner was The Miz. And, uh, hey, Augie, who's your nominees for this year's best promo? Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Where is that? <clears throat> there we go. Good promo. Um, I have three, um, right. one of which is The Miz, again. Um, Samoa Joe. Mm-hmm. I give him some credit. He's pretty good. And That's Paul Heyman. I mean, fucking Paul Heyman. Every time Paul Heyman. Three oldies but goodies. Yeah. Samojo's old, never flipped the line once that I can tell. Old standbys. His voice is compelling. He says badass shit. He's believable. I think he's honestly the best promo in the company right yeah, now. Yeah, I wish I would have thought of that. That's yeah. totally right. Yeah, I have him down on mine. He is um he is natural. Yeah. He sounds natural. He doesn't sound like he's reading from a script or hitting bullet points or anything. He sounds pissed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, there was some some uh, preview we were watching. Maybe it was the NXT takeover, the most recent one. But just like it cut to him, I was with you, Rich, and I cut to him just in the audience, just watching. And just from me seeing his face, I turned to you and I was like, "That's a bad motherfucker." Yeah. Just like looking at him, like just sitting in the audience. Spencer, I have a project for you, or I will even like happily do this. Like the uh, next time I see you, or I'll just mail them to you. I'm gonna send you as many of my 2004, five and six ROH DVDs as I can, just so you can see that he's doing this now at 38. And 13 years ago, he was like a hundred times fucking better. Holy it, shit! It, he is amazing. And seeing him now is like, oh my fucking god! If they didn't, if John Laurinaitis wasn't jerking off into fucking men's fitnesses <laughs> throughout the mid aughts, we would have had this the whole time. It would have been fucking sickening. That's wild. Yeah. Um. Well, Spencer, who, who did you have? Uh, I put down Kevin Owens. I don't have anything to back it up necessarily. It's just it's kind of like a standby. Like, yeah, he's the best. He, like, he's great. It's not a wrong answer, R- right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, English is his second language. Yeah. Yeah. It's my favorite. It's my go-to. Like, come on. Yeah. The guy's killing it. Uh, I mean, by that standard, you could also put Tazawa in there, uh, although he doesn't get many at bats doing it. But we'll he's see. a good promo. We'll see. Uh, I'm, I'm not nominating him, but. Uh, I I did uh, indeed nominate um, Alexa Bliss as well. 
Um, as well as uh, uh, fucking Drew Gulak, man. <laughs> like, oh. when he has a mic in his hand, I stop what I'm doing and listen. I do now. Yeah, so that's got to count for a lot. Uh, I owe something. When should I do it? I didn't prepare it, but I just remembered that I owe my apology of the week to Drew to yeah. Drew Gulak. If you if you want to give it verbally, you could do it now. If you want to put it in the form of a PowerPoint presentation, <laughs> then you have another week or two weeks, as it were, whatever. Next time we record, uh, I'll see what I can do. Would that would just go up on the website? Uh, we would we could like put a link to it. Okay, the, uh, that's fair. I'll try, but it's going to be the most like 2004 PowerPoint presentation you've ever seen. Sure. Um, yeah, uh, my two nominees are, uh, I mentioned the negative version of it, but John Cena's promos and Randy Orton were literal, like, fucking diss tracks. They were did you, amazing. Did you mean Roman Reigns? Well, I, no, I said John said, Cena. Yeah, no, no, you said Randy Orton. Yeah. Oh, did I? Oh, no, God, oh, someone put a bar stuff <laughs> in my mouth. Um... <laughs> John Cena's promos on Roman Reigns were incredible. And then I'm shocked this one didn't come up for, for Spencer and maybe even Rich as well. We want to talk some fucking awesome babyface promos with a shit ton of swearing in them. Juice Robinson's promos around the G1 were literally made me a huge believer and fan of him. Yeah, um, right. So, and nobody's a better. Juice Robinson and Johnny Gargano are the two best babyfaces on the planet Earth for totally different reasons. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Yeah, Juice Robinson like absolutely has that uh, that fighting spirit. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, it's insane. <laughs> and uh, honorable mention, or uh, uh, before we wrap it up with Tope, honorable mention to the promo guys themselves, best friends. Uh, that was so fucking good. And Tope, uh, it's probably my favorite promo from my fa- line from my favorite promo of the year, but. Don't uh, what was it? Uh, yo, Biggie, let's keep it PG. You know what's good. Just don't get rated R like your boy Xavier Woods. Just that entire New Day vs. Uso rap battle is like my favorite thing ever. It's just it's just everything that's fun about wrestling. It was For I the loved next, it. Like two days, it made me try to learn more about battle rap. <laughs> <laughs> and then I realized not to do it, but just to be like to understand the like nuance and like the the. In jokes and stuff. Yeah. And it's like, oh, okay, cool. This is a lot of... I don't know any of this shit. <laughs> uh, well, some would say that that, would, that was uh, uh, quite an out-of-character thing for you to do. And our next category is best out-of-character performance. Uh, Not true and bad segue. <laughs> <laughs> I don't claim to be good at this. <laughs> That's right. He, he hosts like two weeks out of fifty-two a year. I'll be back. Yeah. Next, I'll be back in two weeks. Yeah. Oh, Spencer stopped doing work for four hours to research something he doesn't know about for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, last year's winner was Mike Mazanin. <laughs> Augie, who's your nominees? Everyone in Southpaw Regional Wrestling. Oh, wow. That's so fucking good. Good. I am wearing a showdown at the swamp shirt as we speak. Oh, would you? How cheap did you get it? Was it ten bucks and I missed it? Yeah, it was Black Friday. Fuck! It came with a case too. Yep. Fuck. Damn. Good. Yeah, that somebody cool. has to. Um, Spencer, I'm I'm uh, I'm curious to hear about yours. You know, I wrote down Daniel Bryan just because 
because of every interview he's giving? Yes. <laughs> yes. That's a terrific answer. He just doesn't give a shit because, like, no matter what, he wins. Yeah. You know? And, and like, how long has he not been wrestling now? Since, like, last February? Somewhere, it's somewhere been, around there? Yeah, it's approaching two years. So how does somebody who doesn't wrestle, doesn't step foot in the damn ring, you know, beyond pretending to be the general manager or whatever, stay that goddamn hot? You know what I mean? No, and, and literally has never been seen. Just saying what's on his mind about, like, who he is and where he wants to go, knowing that he controls his own destiny. Literally the only other person it's, who's ever been able to do it is Stone Cold Steve Austin, who is mm. the biggest star in, like, professional wrestling history. Is the only other person who could regularly show up on TV every week and still elicit that response by not fucking doing anything. Yeah, the Rock. No, the Rock. The Rock was too busy making fucking Walking Tall. <laughs> well, no, Stone Cold literally like couldn't wrestle, so he'd show up, have dude love do all the work, and then and then people would like love him. <laughs> oh no, I'm talking about like in 2002, three and four, when like Austin oh, okay. was the general manager and like mm. the sheriff. They made Steve Austin a sheriff for fucking sake. And then he was still getting the biggest pops on the goddamn God show. Damn it, that's so good. <laughs> uh, mullet? Uh, I say it every year. Kofi Kingston on Up, Up, Down, Down. Uh, mm. Also throw Luke Harper. Now that Luke Harper's finally being on camera for that show. Their game in particular was amazing. Uh, and Carlito and Brodus Clay on Glow were both a lot of fun. Ah, and good. Yeah. But, but not, Johnny, not Johnny Mundo? And definitely not Alex Riley. <laughs> Despite him being a major plot device in that oh, show, was he an Iron Horse or whatever? Yeah. Yep. Um, Tope. This is more of an out of character moment. This is from his match at Backlash when Randy Orton uh, he flips over <laughs> one of the Singh brothers, and his fucking face. It's like, oh, well, just killed an Indian guy. <laughs> <laughs> could argue is 100% in character of Randy Orton. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> like when, oh, yes. dude, well, well, I don't remember the exact setup, but it just happened to, like two pay-per-views ago. Like he power slammed somebody through like the announcer's desk and then rather than like do anything with them, just picked up a bottle of water and drank from it. <laughs> All right, fuck that. I'm changing my Randy Orton is a Randy Orton ain't overrated. Randy Orton's got great facial expressions, all right? He's <laughs> always this. like, I've been saying that for years, his Popeye faces. And <laughs> when Randy Orton is the most bored, that's when he's the most interesting because he just does dumb shit <laughs> to pop himself. Yep. What's <laughs> the thing that we would always say that Randy Orton is best when he's on like the uh, like on the like the countdown shows or like on DVDs when he could just like dick around? Yeah. When he's talking about like, gummies and college man, Goldberg, spirit motherfuckers. It's fucking great. It's like, you're on television right now. Stop swearing, you animal. <laughs> uh, I have a few here. Um, I have uh, John Cena in the Dancing with the Stars crowd uh, supporting his <laughs> to be. Uh, Kenny King on The Bachelorette. Mm. Oh, yeah. uh, didn't oh, watch it, yeah. but we heard plenty about it. Yeah, that's true. Um, and then uh, Hulk Hogan on the Ric Flair 30 for 30 as the best <laughs> out of character in character performance masterpiece. He's the yes, he's the best at that. Whether he's in a deposition or on a 30 for 30, he's the great, the greatest at being Hulk Hogan slash Terry Balea every other sentence. Um, and one day he's going to be able to to release uh, Terry Balea from his mortal <laughs> coil, and he'll just be only Hulk Hogan. Uh, 
Speaking of release, best release of 2017, <laughs> last year's winner was Alex Riley. Hey, Augie, who's the best release of 2017? James Ellsworth. Ellsworth. Okay. Aww. James Ellsworth. Oh, You're nutty. <laughs> Again, this one is the only one that's an actual double meaning. Like, this could be, like, the best for them or the best for us. I think we've said that every year. It can be either yeah. or, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that swings both ways. Yeah. So, Widden also has James Ellsworth. Um, I, uh, also put down Ellsworth. Um, why did I put Austin Aries there? Who gives a shit about Austin Aries? (laughs) (laughs) I think you just made the case for him winning, Rich. (laughs) No, that's a good point. Uh, and then also a release from Impact, uh, and hopefully we'll be on 205 Live soon, Rockstar Spud. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go to, uh, mullet. Uh, one thing I have to add from what we just talked about, uh, Hulk, Terry Balea is a vessel for Hulk Hogan. Like Husky Harris is a vessel for Bray Wyatt. Um, (laughs) in the vein of Alex Riley last year, Jack Swagger. Yeah. That was not this year, was it? That was this year. And man, is he look fat without his shirt everywhere else. (laughs) <laughs> yeah jack swagger is gone and you didn't fucking notice i would say that's a pretty good cost cutting measure either you didn't mm. notice or you thought it happened years ago mm-hmm. tope oh yeah you signed with bellator i forgot about that yeah uh this in a good way uh emma go uh go not not be on TV. <laughs> Go get him, Tiger. <laughs> yeah. Good for her. And this is one of my favorites, uh, Spencer. Simon Gotch. Because now we got Rusev <laughs> Day, baby. Yes. Bad. That's yeah, an X. Ooh. I mean, you, you, cut, you cut the fat from the steak, and now you just got a fucking prime rib. Ooh, which I assume has a- no fat. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a pretty fatty. Don't, cut, don't but- good. Ri- yeah. <laughs> Look, we're all out of our fucking elements yeah. tonight, man. All right. You put, you talk about putting more fat on that steak, baby. <laughs> uh, no, but like for real though, like here's what it is. Uh, you, you allowed Aiden English to be the marbling to mm. Rusev's uh, steak. Yes. Exactly. That's a thing in a steak. <laughs> uh, Moving on. <laughs> and that, no, 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 we we can't move on without also mentioning Simon Gotch's shitty ass oh. ROH <laughs> vignette. It made me feel bad. It was like, do we all agree? It was like super cool at first, right? We're yes. like, okay, this is kind of weird, like a modern doink. And yeah. now he's the karate instructor from Napoleon Dynamite. Yeah, you nailed it exactly. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.